United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Things have been changing in North Korea. What we have seen over the last 24 hours is an agreement by the North and the South to come to some sort of a, a final product whereby North Korea would denuclearize. However, North Korea has thrown in a caveat. That is that the, North, the United States must be involved and give something in return. We wanted to have a conversation about this, both the, what it is that North and South Korea have agreed to, where the United States is on this, and what makes sense from a U.S. policy standpoint. Ambassador Joseph Yun is a former U.S. Special Representative for North Korea Policy. He's a senior advisor to the Asia Program at the United States Institute of Peace and is joining us here on POTUS today. By the way, the Twitter handle is at USIP. Mr. Ambassador, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Good to be with you, Tim. Can you tell us what we can take away, the the substance of, and, and maybe just a summary of the substance of whatever it is that North and South Korea have agreed to? Yes. Essentially, Uh, There are three issues that uh, North and South discuss. One was, of course, denuclearization. And on denuclearization, they have, uh, well, North Koreans have said that they will introduce some measures, including uh, destroying or dismantling their main nuclear facility, which is in Yongbyon, North Korea, provided there are corresponding measures from, from the United States. So I would not call this a breakthrough. However, it is a step. It is an opening that certainly I hope Washington will use towards a constructive end. Uh, It's an opening that that I believe can make a movement. So, Tim, I mean, if I can put it in context, the key thing about North and South Summit is that President Moon from South Korea and Kim Jong-un from North Korea are making significant improvement in the relations. So we are liable to see, unless the Washington, Washington is very careful, that we will be the one isolated. So we need to avoid that, create some opening for ourselves for diplomatic engagement. So I now see a danger where North-South uh, cooperation and improvement in relationship is going ahead before uh, any, any, anything that, that happens between U.S. and North Korea. I guess one of the big questions here, Ambassador Yun, is whether or not this is a repeat of the play that has been run by uh, North Korea in the past, or if you see this as something that is different from their past behavior. How do you look at it? Well, I think it is different on both good side and also on bad side. First of all, the bad side. That side is that North Korea has weapons and delivery mechanism. Remember, their last nuclear test that happened a year ago, essentially they have, they have a bomb, which is 15 times uh, the explosive power of the bomb that went off in Hiroshima. And they also now have a delivery system that can reach, uh, their missiles can reach anywhere in the United States. So they pose a degree of danger which they have never done before. So with that in mind, they're saying they are ready and they're more confident than before to negotiate. I think think so. On on, on the good side, they're willing to negotiate. They have taken some steps forward. But on bad side is they pose a very, very big threat. 
Once again, former Ambassador Joseph Yun is with us, a former U.S. Special Representative for North Korea Policy. He's a senior advisor to the Asia Program at the United States Institute of Peace. Ambassador Yun, I, I think about the politics of this. I wonder what it, how it plays out for President Trump, how it plays out for President Moon, and how it plays out for Kim Jong-un, who has repeatedly referred to the U.S. and, and characterized the U.S. as the equivalent of the devil incarnate, and how they sell this, if you will, and, and how important that plays uh, a role that plays in this ongoing discussion. You know, of course, President uh, Trump met with a North Korean leader in Singapore, what, about uh, three months ago. That was a significant meeting. But I think the problem with that meeting is that they never actually got to the core issue, uh, which is denuclearization, as you know. They never properly defined denuclearization. And then they never set in a process in which we can get to that. So in that sense, it was uh, a little bit disappointing uh, that there is no follow-up process that's been set up. Uh, but at the same time, I think we must remember that uh, both North Korea and South Korea, as I pointed out, are making significant moves. What, to me, has been a little bit disappointing on the Washington side is that President Trump's reaction to North Korea has been pretty much what I would call binary that is either fire and fury, or we think Kim Jong-un is a nice guy, they no longer pose a threat. Well, it is neither of those. We are somewhere in between where we have to make a nudge, we have to encourage, and we have to you know, do a constructive reaction rather than going from one extreme to the other, which is why I think uh, diplomatic process is very important. Making small moves are very important. And which is why I think the opening that President Moon seems to be creating, that is North Korean offer to destroy, to dismantle their main nuclear site for corresponding measures from, from the United States. I think that is what is an opening that we should grab and see what we can make out of. Mr. Ambassador, I, 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 uh, because of your extensive knowledge of what has been taking place and obviously of the character and the dynamics of, of the place, I was looking at a story today that the South Korean president and Kim Jong-un were uh, scheduled to visit a volcano that is sacred to the north, this um, Mount Pek-2, I hope I pronounced that correctly, today. I mean, symbols mean a lot. Does this mean anything special on this particular uh, negotiation? Oh, I think it means a lot. You know, Mount Pekdu is, you know, a holy sacred site for all Korean people. And the fact that two are going there together speaks volumes about the improving relationship between South and North Korea. Remember, this is the third meeting in, what, five months between the two leaders. So they have clearly developed a relationship and... uh, and they are taking full advantage of it. And, and what, where it will lead to, possibly to significant reconciliation. But what worries our South Korean government is no significant reconciliation or improvement in relationship is possible if U.S. maintains the current level of sanctions. And which means they cannot have investment, they cannot have trade, or they cannot give significant assistance. Have you taken the measure of the man? Do you trust Kim Jong-un? 
Well, you know, what is it? A famous phrase by Reagan, you, you, you trust but verify. Mm-hmm. It is saying he is 34 years old. Uh, he is clearly somewhat different from his father and his grandfather. He spent his formative years, about five years or so, in Switzerland. Uh, so he knows what it's like outside. And I think you can see it the way he interacts with the international community. He has more confidence. He met with President Trump. He met with Xi Jinping, a Chinese uh, president, and now three times with South Korean president. And he has said he will go to Seoul, South Korea, before the end of the year. This is the first time that a North Korean leader who have always feared for their security would venture down to Seoul. Is he uh, a distillation or, or more of a watered-down version of his father and his grandfather? Well, you know, I think he's very serious about changing the course of the country, departing from a very much uh, communist, socialist uh, model that his father and his grandfather promoted. And again, we don't know. I mean, what he's saying is, give us the security guarantee. Give us some guarantee that the regime will survive. Then I'll open up. We don't know how authentic, how serious those those words are, but certainly it's worth probing. It's worth discussing with them on initial steps that the United States should take to get there. Mr. Ambassador, thank you for joining us on POTUS today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Tim. Ambassador Joseph Yun, Senior Advisor of the Asia Program at USIP, United States Institute of Peace, former Special Representative of North Korea Policy, unpacking the latest developments with North Korea, and the Twitter handle is at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.